Yo, happy Monday. Happy Monday, August 2nd to all my hoglets. What's good? It's August 2nd. Thank you very much. August. Yeah, I like that. That's new. No, but dude, these days are flying by. I can't believe it's August already. Bro, can you believe we got 42 podcasts down? 42. 42? Oh my. So we're, we're approaching the end of season two. We might be going to season three soon. Yeah, these are big boy numbers. This is insane. We're actually uh, thinking about it. We're a couple months off of our uh, one year anniversary. Yeah, we should do a big party for the anniversary. That'd be cool. Like maybe a couple guests, Collins, and everything. Yeah, I like it. Maybe do like a uh, anyone who's ever been a guest come over to the house. We'll go out on the boat, get Ooh. a little ripped. Ooh, coming out to the boat. And if you haven't been a guest, well, um, you still have time to be a guest. Hit us up. And the only way you can come out onto the boat is if you buy a Hog Nation Hog Girl Summer Tank. I feel like that's kind of like forcing them to do that. That's like a little messed up. I don't know if we can do that. But here's the thing. You got to think about it. If you got a Hog Girl Summer Tank already, like you're in. Now, it's not forcing anyone's hand because they already got the tank. So... Dude, you know what we should have done? Shame on us. We should have got some, like, super rich dude who you always know there's, like, a rich dude with a boat who all these, like, fine girls are always, like, on the boat somehow. I don't know what the connection is with them. Like the damn Brazilians of the world? I don't know who that is, but yes. (laughs) He's, he's He's that dude. He has the brand, dude, with all the bikini babes and stuff. Oh, so, like, his job is to, like drive around hot girls on a boat like well he's like a like a gambler or something and he was like super rich i don't know if he still is but yeah he was a gambler oh well going back to my idea so what we should have done is found some rich dude and just hey pass these out to all your honeys that come on your boat because then you'd have like these supermodel chicks that are just wearing hog girl nation tank tops they're like oh it's hog girl summer we didn't necessarily do that we just went with like our local base which our local base absolutely rocks no no question it's the best base yeah yeah no doubt but i'm saying if we wanted to pump this thing mainstream we should just hit up like jeff bezos or someone and just hey get all your little minion honeys to rock this tank top you know what i'm saying yeah, I mean, that's a good, I mean, it's never too late. You got to think about this. We got three small tanks thinking, you know, maybe we'd get three small customers, but we could give those out to any one of these rich dudes because I don't think we're selling any smalls anytime soon. Now, the biggest problem I see with this is I don't know any rich people. Me too. And I don't know any small people. Yeah, same. <laughs> So, Just kidding. All of our, you, you guys are all petite and look great to all of our listeners. Yeah. I, yeah, of course. But the thing is like, realistically, the smalls don't sell. Like I, I don't, that was my fault. I think we sold one small last time and I ordered three this time thinking, oh yeah, inventory is going to go blah, blah, blah. It never did. But the mediums and larges hotcakes, bro. Hot cakes. <laughs> but we got we had a lot a lot to talk about this week. A lot went down. We have a lot of Olympic talk. Um Madden ratings started coming out. They're starting to be revealed, and we got a lot of unhappy campers. And there's some there's a little bit of what's the word I'm looking for with Scar Joe? Suing. Suing yeah. would be the word. Yeah, she got she got screwed over in that one. But let's start off with Simone, dude. Simone and the Olympics. So obviously everyone knows. We don't even have to lead into this with, uh, in case you you didn't know, but everybody knows. Simone pulled out of a couple of her competitions, and initially the reports were coming out that it was due to mental health. She was kind of taking a mental health break, everything. That, That sent the world into a frenzy. Like I feel like everybody was... You were either on one side or the other. You're either on, yo, you're soft or you're not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it came out a little further 
that she's actually suffering for some from something very similar to vertigo and I, they call it the twisties right yep that's correct so with the twisties when you're in the air you over rotate under rotate either way you're messed up while you're in the air and everyone knows once you're in the air you have to come down what goes up must come down so that's a scary thing she could get seriously hurt if she's any sort of messed up I feel like the media right off the bat came out and turned this into something that it shouldn't have been. If they would have just came out right away and been like, yo, she got the twisties and then explained it's kind of like vertigo. I don't think there'd be any controversy whatsoever. But now oh, we're I sitting here. Agree. Yeah. And, yeah, I, agree. and I, I think for three days, the media let that stir and it, it pissed a lot of people off because um, taking a mental health break during the Olympics and I just want to start this off. I know you have the same feeling. We are not going against anybody with a mental illness or need to take mental breaks or, or anything in that capacity. We are all for it. We're very supportive. And we're, we're not, we're not going to cross that line in the sense of um, negatively supporting that side of the case. Because we love everybody who, who um, is suffering from anything. Like, we're there for you. The hogs are there for you. But with this one, the competitive nature with all the hogs, all the men in the world, especially like our competitive nature came out and we're like, yo, out of all the times of the year, you chose the Olympics to take a mental health break. I feel like that was that was kind of the uh, general consensus initially. Wouldn't you say wouldn't you agree? I would say off the rip. When the and this is the problem that we have is um, society, we're looking at Twitter and Instagram and the news to kind of give us the full story immediately. So you'll see these highlights on Twitter, Instagram, any type of social media outlet, and you'll be like, "Damn, she's she's not doing this strictly off a mental health thing. She's strictly not doing this off a." Um, you know, whatever thing, but people didn't understand that the whole twisties thing, like, yo, that's a serious ass thing. She's high up in the air. She could get extremely injured. And I will right off the gate admit, I was one of the people that was like, if this is strictly something where look, she's, I don't know anything about gymnastics, but everyone says she's the best gymnast to ever grace the face of the earth. Once again, I don't think a lot of those people know shit um, because I don't think a lot of people actually watch the gymnastics that were commenting on it. Um, that's not the media. I'm talking about these experts that were on Instagram and Twitter. So her like saying I'm going to pull out or whatever, she's been in big moments before. So I didn't think it was like a pressure or anything like that situation. Um, but you know, anxiety, things like that. I was like, Oh, you know, that's definitely real. Anyone feels that. And she's at the peak pinnacle of in, in what an athlete is. She's the best of the best. There's literally no one that's better in that sport than her. So I thought to me, when it came out that people were saying, Oh, it's strictly mental health. It's nothing else. Like all this stuff. I was like, that's to me. And once again, I will reiterate the fact that first off, we hope that anyone with any, any, any mental health, um, any mental health issues gets the treatment that they need. But I thought that was a slap in the face to regular everyday people. Like I thought when they're saying, Hey, she, this, this anxiety is too much, you know, this is going on this, this, that, and the third, I was not educated on it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not. So initially what I got was that she had um, just the, the anxiety, stress, everything like that. Cause there was some wild shit coming out. Yeah, the, and, absolutely. And it, you, you took it, you took it a little bit further when you, you watched that, uh, that show on HBO. I forget what it's called already. Yeah. The weight of gold. Um, so that's a documentary Michael Phelps actually came out with, and this was coming out, this came out in 2020 and there was a huge, for anybody that didn't watch it, I really highly recommend it, especially if this interests you uh, regarding mental health issues and the Olympians. Uh, essentially what it was, was these Olympians spend 
ever since they're teenagers, young teenagers, um, training for this one moment. And once this moment hits, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the highest that they're ever going to get. So right after the Olympics, it's basically a downfall and they just go into a, a severe, severe depression for some of them were saying weeks, they wouldn't want to shower. Uh, a lot of them said they felt like killing their, their selves. Um, they mentioned five athletes on there that did, uh, kill themselves from just being depressed and, and, and having, having these issues, uh, that they felt like they couldn't deal with. It was very, very interesting, uh, documentary, especially being that it was Michael Phelps, who was a, I don't know if he was necessarily a director, but he was the most prominent part of the documentary. And he's the most famous Olympian that we've ever known. Absolutely. So to me, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was interesting to be able to watch that and then see this whole thing with Simone Biles unfold. Then tenfold actually seeing that, Hey, these are doctors report. Like she's having these twisties, this issue that like she's high, high, high up in the air and could absolutely hit the ground and be severely injured from. And I, I kind of felt like an asshole after that. I'm going to be honest with you because I had told people, I was like, look, man, this, like I said earlier, it's a slap in the face to everyday people. You don't think that the mother with two kids that has to work at the diner and is making ends meet wants to give up or feels anxiety. Of course she does. Of course she's dealing with mental health issues. Like a lot of people around the world deal with mental health, health issues. And this is not me making light of a, or any type of situation that Simone Biles may have gone through. Cause she's probably dealt with way more shit than I've dealt with in my entire life. Um, so this isn't me trying to, you know, anyway, throw slander at her. This is my initial opinion of what happened. And like I said, my opinion was wrong. So that's just kind of where I was at with everything. Yeah, I was pretty, I'd say I was pretty much with you on initial reaction. So right off the bat, my initial reaction was I was thinking about every athlete who was training for the Olympics, who didn't get the shot that been, that's been working just as hard maybe even harder. We don't know their work ethic. That's uh, that was behind Simone because uh, the Olympics only come around every four years. So like to take a mental health break in the Olympics, like this is what you work for. To me, it was just like, it wasn't like a slap in the face of the, uh, of America, so to say, but it was a slap in the face for everybody who was working up to that point who could have had an opportunity but you decided to go there and then quit, right? Like that, that was my initial reaction to it. But that's when I thought it was a mental health break. Mm-hmm. Comes out, like you said, comes out as the twisties. Then it's like, oh, crap, shit. Like, yeah, I'm an asshole. But it yeah, this, <laughs> I want, and this is the thing, because I guarantee oh, other people would have been like, you know what, let's just talk about the twisties and not talk about the fact that, oh, we were wrong. You know, we were, I, dude, I, I was clearly wrong in what I said. I wasn't trying to act like a tough guy and I would battle through that or X, Y, and Z because at the end of the day, if she wants to not go out there, she has the right, she ended up winning, um, whatever she won to get there. So she does feel, say it was for anxiety. She didn't have to go out there. Granted, would we have wanted her to, obviously this isn't something that we have any, part in and like I said I'm not an expert at anything on the Olympics and damn sure not in gymnastics because I don't know a thing about it I don't but to see everyone on Instagram either vilifying her or making her a hero an absolute hero for saying I don't want to go at the end of the day she has a choice like does she have to be a villain for not going No. Does she have to be a hero if she didn't want to go? Also, no. Like, why can't it be somewhere in between? In Instagram and and Facebook and Twitter and all this shit, it has to be, oh, no, she's either the Messiah or she's the devil. There's no way in between. Yeah. And it's definitely, uh, it's kind of alarming, right? Because 
we saw it in politics this year. Like we're not going to go into elections or anything, but you saw it in politics. The media kind of drove a line. You were either one side or the other. There was like no middle. Like you can try and be as middle as you can, but at the end of the day, if someone doesn't like what you said, they pushed you to the other side. There was no like, I really don't, I'm not really into this topic, but now I have to be forced on one side, if that makes yeah. sense. And to to that exact point, when you're all in on one side, you don't even end up so just we'll try to throw it back to politics for, you know, for now. When Biden had a decent point. Now, I don't list. I don't watch the goddamn uh, the I don't do politics either. So the boy doesn't do the Olympics. The boy doesn't do politics. But I'm going to talk about the people that do politics and the people that watch the Olympics. Cause that's what I know. I know the people I see daily and, and the people I see on Instagram daily that post some wild shit. So that's who I'm going to talk about. And the people that I'm in group chats with, um, to me, there was times where if Biden even made a good point or something that like would essentially make the world a better place, even if he were to make a decent point, anyone who wanted Trump was like, nah, that dude's an idiot. He's old. He's old. He, he doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. Just straight slander. No reason. I'm not saying like the dude was was right or any like anything, but they couldn't even agree that. All right. That might be better for for our country. They have to be like, no, nah, Trump's way better. No matter what this dude says, Trump's way better. And that's where we are with everything, dude. It's got to be like, Oh, I'm all in for this or I'm all in for that. It can't be like, all right, I'm going to dip my toe in for this and figure some shit out. And and for those who are listening, he was just using that as an example. It, he's not swaying one way or the other. It's just an example. That's all it is. Because, you know, somebody's <laughs> out there listening to it and they're getting all pissed off, probably driving down the road and be like, oh, my God. See, she's hating on Trump, blah, 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 blah. No, it's just I'm not hating on Trump. I, I just dude, an and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and this is the other thing. If my opinion pisses you off, I told you three times I don't know anything about politics. So why the hell would it piss you off? Right. I don't know a goddamn thing about politics. Why would that piss you off? This is my opinion of the little minions that support him. I'm going to see how many times I can use the word minions in this goddamn little uh, podcast that we have. Damn, minions might be the word of the week. But uh, <laughs> to, get, to get back on topic, because uh, we took a little turn there. My, I'm going to take blame for that. But uh, back to Simone. Like, do you think that our initial reactions, and now that we feel, now that they actually have like a legitimate thing, like twisties, do you think that if it didn't come out that it was twisties and it was still a mental health break, do you think you would still have your original opinion? Or would you have felt a different way after a couple of days? So my initial opinion, after seeing that documentary, I probably would have been more like, damn, this is like, this really needs to get addressed because that documentary kind of sheds light on. Everyone thinks that the Olympic life is very glamorous and stuff like that. And it kind of shines a light on these kids are almost like robots sometimes. And after this is done, they don't really have anywhere to go. And I don't, I think I would have been a little bit more educated after that documentary. And like I said, that 60 minute documentary did not make me a goddamn expert, but it did help me, you know, empathize with the mental health side of what was going on. Yeah. I, the it, It's a weird thing, right? Cause like, with this mental health thing, you got to get into the neurological part of things. Like you have football players with concussions and all this other stuff. And then CTE, which it eventually becomes a mental health issue. Right. So mm -hmm. you have people out here killing their families and then committing suicide, committing suicide, um, extreme depression, all this and that. So what, when you initially, I think I would have felt the same no matter what, but it's just like, like anything else in life, you know, you argue, you argue, then after a couple hours, you kind of simmer down, right? And then you think about things, you mm -hmm. know, like that. that's just how life goes sometimes. So like, now that you th I think about it just a little bit more. So like, first off, I don't know, like, I will never say Simone Biles name 
unless the Olympics are coming out because I do not know anything about about gymnasts. I don't even know the steps it takes to like get to the Olympics. I don't know if there's like a gymnast league or something. Like I have no clue, not a damn clue. So Simone Biles is in my mental just when she's on like, I don't know, a subway commercial or the, the Olympics in general when it's on. So I, I should have just been like, yeah, I really don't care. Like do you do what you got to do. Cause at the end of the day, what she does or what she determines she wants to do doesn't affect me in any way. Like I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch a baseball game. I'm not turning on the Olympics to watch gymnastics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like for me to pass judgment immediately, I was wrong for that. And I'll definitely come out and admit that. Now, does it change my mind? If it was a mental health break, does it change my mind? Not really. I still have my, uh, my opinions, my ways of thinking. Will I, will it affect me in any way? No, that's just the way it goes for me. And that's the thing you do have your opinion. So even if your opinion is something that's not shared with any any other ones or it's not the popular opinion at the end of the day it's your opinion so why is what you say having to be you know you have to watch what you're going to say because you might offend you know a, sh- a shitload of people yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely we've already said we want every single person that has any type of mental health issue to get treatment like that's what we want and both of us have dealt with situations in our professions which we don't we also don't get into ever but that's also something that you deal with people who have mental health issues regularly and you do want to see people definitely get the the help that they deserve but a lot of times the resources kind of can be scarce for for that and I don't think people really understand the full meaning behind mental health. I know a lot of people deal with it daily, but it's it's difficult to see day in, day out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I guess I want to drop this back to a more personal level now. Have you ever experienced any mental anything that kind of affected your game, whether it be in high school, college, even Little League? L- what, what you mean, like? Like has any anything mental ever like stopped you from performing your best? Whether it be your dad yelling at you and not your <laughs> dude, my this is like my dad would yell at me all the time. That's not nothing to do with that, but like I don't not anything that would put me into um, you know, like a severe depression. I've I've never um personally dealt with anything like that. So I can't say that I have. How about you? Nah, nothing, nothing depressing, but dude, when my dad used to always be quiet at games, like he wasn't a big yeller, but I knew on those car rides home, dude, I knew those were going to be a hell if I played badly or anything like that. Cause like, I just knew it was going to be an earful. So like that kind of messes with, with at least me growing up mentally. Cause like I never was depressed or anything, but it affected my game in the long run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that kind of stuff, but never to the point of like depression or anything like that. Just yeah, uh, and I think tough love. Oh my bad. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's oh your... no no. I, I was just saying it was just tough love straight up. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of a lot of parents are. Is it's kind of tough love, but to to go back to that, um, that's another reason why I was wrong to kind of even talk about it without having you know knowledge of it myself. I didn't really have knowledge of it initially I've never been through something like that and she's gone through a whole hell of a lot of stuff um and I didn't have like a good understanding before I spoke of it so that's kind of I guess our words of wisdom for this whole thing is kind of get educated get the facts before you come out and just just absolutely give your own take on something hell yeah and uh once again check out that documentary. I, I still have yet to check it out and we've had multiple conversations already through text message on it. Mm-hmm. So once I, once I uh, check it out, we'll definitely have another conversation. Yeah. The way to gold. It's on HBO max. Look it up. Wedding season is a little stressful, but there's one thing you don't got to stress about and that's who's officiating your wedding. 
Father Pat is officially ordained and ready to help you kickstart your new life with that special someone. Hit our boy Father Pat up if you're trying to take your special day to the next level. So Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over Black Widow, the movie. So Disney's contract with Scarlett Joe was she re- receives a part of the box office revenue of the movie. And Disney was not supposed to put the movie on a streaming site, their Disney Plus app, obviously. So, obviously, if they stream the movie, then the box office ticket numbers are going to go down and she's going to get paid way less. The opening weekend for Black Widow in the box office was $80 million. Now, she's not hurting for money, but the Disney Plus streaming site made 60 million so disney basically was trying to come out and say that they kept the movie up there in their disney plus thing for streaming purposes strictly because of covid so they can make it so people don't have to go out into the public what do y'all feel about that i'm gonna let kyle take this one away real quick i'm interested in this I mean, I think she's in the right, obviously, because it's like contractually, like supposedly there was a contract that they weren't supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Mar- I think Marvel also just and Disney don't give a flying fuck because from my understanding, too, is like they're moving to like this multiverse thing where they don't like they can put anybody in those roles because of the way that like the whole thing's going. So I feel like they're not going to give a shit and nothing's going to come of it. She's just done, obviously. I haven't seen the movie either, so I'm not really sure like if it buttons up her whole storyline anyways. I'm in the boat what kind of same boat as you. Like, yeah, yeah, Disney Disney and whatever, they've kind of screwed her over for sure. But I don't think they give a shit. Her character already died. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen <laughs> if dude just ruins the goddamn movie for no, everyone. Well no, no she, not died, Black she died in endgame. Yeah, the Avengers Endgame. So, like, it should be common knowledge by now. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you, not on me. 100%. So, I haven't seen it. (laughs) So, no no joke, though. Her storyline itself really doesn't matter. They're just kind of giving her a a final farewell. And Disney really gave the real Black Widow, ScarJo, a final farewell by saying, we're going to pocket this 60 mil and you can have that 80 mil percentage. So I'm going to throw it out there, and this is just my take. Y'all can get back to whatever you're going to do. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is an absolute mamacita, so I think she deserves whatever um, her contract says. And if the contract was broken, I think she should get the full 60 mil. I agree. I, I, I think she does deserve it contractually, but it, it's Disney, man. They're running this show right now, like – I don't think they give a shit. And if they really do care, I think they have the money to pay her off. Like, I don't think it's a big deal to them. Now, with that being said, I think uh, they should have. I think ScarJo should have worked it out in her contract where she got a piece of the uh, streaming services. Because, like, you had to have known, like, COVID's not over. Like, we're getting through it. We're about maybe 50 to 60 percent over. But it's not over. People still aren't going to movie theaters. Like, there's a bunch of people who were like, oh, my God, I had all this time to watch movies at home rather than in movie theaters. Who rather stay at home and watch that? So, like, for me, like, if you're smart, you're getting a percentage of the uh, streaming service. Yeah, I would say first things first is her agent needs to be fired regardless of who it is. Yeah. And then, like, like not saying, I just really don't think Disney's going to give a shit. But I do think she deserves the money if it was in the contract like that. Again, I mean, that's 100% on her agent for not having that fucking built in in 2021. All right, so I, I like your guys' take. I like your take on, on the Scar Joe situation. We'll keep it running. We'll keep it running. Um, so we didn't include you in the Simone Biles thing, and we'll include you in this Olympic uh, kind of talk, we'll say. So did you guys hear what Tyreek Hill said about Usain Bolt? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. So any one of our listeners that isn't a dork like these two motherfuckers, um, I will give you the insight in what was said. So Tyreek Hill, one of the best receivers in the game, probably uh, I would say maybe the fastest football player on the planet right now, um, said this about the fastest man, Usain Bolt. He's old, he's washed up, and he can't see me in 40 yards. Now, my thoughts on this is Tyree Kill is out of his goddamn mind because those sprinters are an absolute different breed. I understand it's only 40, uh, 40 yards, and that's what football players do is they sprint 40s. But DK Metcalf tried to compete in a 100-meter race, um, and he got nine out of nine people. So those sprinters are just a different animal. Different animal, and they train differently, different body types. The list goes on and on. Um, as for Tyreek Hill winning that race, I don't know. I've never actually seen Usain Bolt only run 40 yards, like competitively. Um, I, I do think age does play an issue into this, right? Cause like Tyreek Hill does have a point. He is over 40. He retired because of a hamstring injury, I believe. So like he might be washed up. I, I haven't seen Usain Bolt run recently. You know what I mean? Like everybody loses a step eventually. I don't know if Tyreek Hill beats him, but he might have a point is what I'm saying. I mean, I agree with Nye um, in a way. I think like the DK Matt thing, Metcalf thing you guys touched on. If you watch that video, like he actually keeps pace with them for like the start, it seems. And then they separate. I don't know, like distance wise, 100 meters compared to 40 yards. It's way less. 100 meters is less? Uh, no, 40 yards is way less than 100 meters. So, like, I think I think Tyreek Hill has, like, a point. Like, I mean, he said that he couldn't beat him at 100 meters. Or yeah. he said, but 40 yards, he's got him. And he is younger, but, I mean, it's still Usain Bolt. But, I mean, I mean, it would I would definitely watch it. I mean, it would be fun to watch. You guys know Usain Bolt ran a 40 in street clothes and got a 4-2? That's an unofficial 4-2, though. That was like on that a, was at the NFL draft. Yeah, no one was really officially yeah, timed. Was fan zone. That was like the NFL draft fan zone. It wasn't like the combine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, way different. Dude, still ran a 4-2. It's like me showing up the front of us field and throwing yeah. 80 on a fucking on the ball thing in the corner and being like, yo, I throw 80 now. I don't There's throw no 80. way you throw 80 on that. That's the point, motherfucker. That's the point. You couldn't fucking throw 40 on that. That's I mean let's go to let's go to a Red Wings game. I'll take that bet. They don't have it there anymore. COVID, bro. No, but if let's get a little serious right here. How old was Usain Bolt when he ran that at the uh, NFL Combine fan zone? I'm gonna be honest with you. That might have been like two or three years ago. I don't think it was that long ago, but it was it was long ago. Because if this was pre pre hamstring, post hamstring. Because he had to have stopped training eventually. Once you retire, you're not continuing to train like that. Right? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a sprinter. Not much oh, of a right. runner. Not, not, not <laughs> like that. I can run distances. I can't run fast 40s at all. So with all this celebrity boxing and stuff going down, I would love to see this race. I wouldn't want to see it on pay-per-view because, like, I'm not buying it. But I would love to see something in the same atmosphere where – we have like the fastest people in the world from different sports racing each other. Like it doesn't have to be a pro sprinter, but I love to see this is just throwing it out there because it's a example, but like something like I like to see Ronaldo versus DK Metcalf or something, you know, like something like that cross sports in some way that doesn't have to take a physical toll on someone's body. I feel like they should just do that for the pro bowl and shit now. Like fuck the game. Just like, Pro Bowl players like line up Tyreek Hill versus DK Metcalf versus Patrick Peterson. I'm, I'm just trying to throw a name out there, but like winner gets 500,000, the other 500,000 goes to charity or something like that. And just do shit like that instead of fucking actually playing a Pro Bowl game because that's just a joke, anyways. It is. I think you guys are on to something, man. Like athleticism wise, it would be cool to see, like, uh, you know, pick your most athletic basketball player. I would say probably maybe Russell Westbrook versus your most athletic football player who honestly might be Tyreek Hill and just have them 
literally do everything. Like, put them through, I wouldn't say just the combine, but, like, every single thing, you know? Absolutely. And let them go. And, like, I think the biggest debate for uh, athletes has always been which sport is harder. So I, I just love the cross cross sports thing going on. Like, I would love to watch baseball players play basketball. Basketball players try and hit a baseball player. Like, just cross sports and just have some there's fun. No, you know? Dude, there's no goddamn shot. The hardest sport has to be baseball. I know there was a little, little poll that came out, and it says boxing's the hardest. There is no, there is not anyone. And now, granted, in basketball, like baseball is a little bit different because there are some um, football players that were baseball players, so that's a little different. Like, I'm sure, uh, who's the quarterback for uh, Kyler Murray yeah. could hit some of these baseball players, but majority of like anyone who's not trained in baseball for you know more than high school. How th- these dudes are not coming close. They, they might not even step in the bo- batter's box. You're not wrong. But, like, I, I would just love to see that. Like, or, or how about this? How about have basketball players versus football players versus baseball players in, like, a soccer penalty kick, like a penalty shootout? Just something yeah. stupid like that. It would be so much fun to watch. They got to play hockey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be crazy. Or lacrosse. Dude, lacrosse is, like, the most easy sport to pick up if you're athletic, and it's, like, an athlete sport. Like, they would be able to pick that shit up, like, stat, and then play it. All right, all right, boys, go play. Can you imagine watching a bunch of linemen trying to play spike ball? It would be impressive. Bro, there's so many opportunities to cross, like, sports and stuff. I think the world needs to start doing that. Maybe we're on to something. Hog sports. We'll just sign all these big-time athletes. All right, Kyle, that's your job. You got to go find these guys. I'll get right on it, guys. So picking up into more of uh, celebrity news, um, what's that guy's name? Evander Kane. <laughs> that's his name? Is that his name? Yeah, Doug, the fact, you just, the fact you said that, all right, picking up into more celebrity news, <laughs> what's this dude's name? What's, what, what the hell is that guy's name? <laughs> I don't watch hockey, bro. He's, he's a celebrity for sure. Say, I mean, it's still sports-based. I was like, isn't he a hockey player? I, mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know anything about hockey. I'll, I'll keep it real. I'm from the islands, bro. We don't. We have one ice rink for eight islands. So, like, Evander Kane, we, we saw the article. He His ex-girlfriend is claiming that he would bet on his own games and he would throw games. And make money off of that. What's your guys' feelings on that? I mean, that's fucked. But <laughs> I mean, what else do you want to say? That's you, fucked up. You gonna elaborate on that? I mean, you can't throw games, though. That's bullshit. I mean, you can. I mean, I'm all for you betting on your team to win and playing, like Pete, my boy Pete Rose, allegedly. But I mean, you can't just bet and then throw games. I mean, good for him if he did, because he made some money off it, probably. So I think he actually got suspended at this time, didn't he? Kane denies yeah. batter. Uh, it's literally on my TV right now. It, I love it, the game of hockey. He denied it. I would never do saying. Yeah, he denies it. But he's being investigated. So yep. he I don't think he can play for San Jose until this gets cleared up. I mean, yeah, I mean, he'll probably get banned from the NHL. I'm, I would assume it's going to be a similar situation to Pete Rose. If there's any substance behind it he's definitely getting crushed there's no i mean any substance behind it if he has a fantasy roster these dudes are going to be all right your ass is out of here but um i don't think i don't know if because we all know there's there's times when there's exes that'll say something or kind of okay well you did this you did that and then it comes out okay that did not happen the way that they're saying it happened Absolutely, bro. Ex is like you could be a male, you could be a female, whatever. If you're an ex or have an ex of some sort, you have a story. Like, there's no one person out there that had a clean break. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Th- there's something going on there, and she she's claiming this at a bad time where they can be like, "Yo, you're an ex. 
you you might be trying to just get your name out there and ruin this man's life. Yeah, agreed. That's and that's the thing. What's the biggest way to do it is his profession where he's making millions. Well, I think the problem too is like you get all these accusations and like everybody gets like he's suspended right now, like you said, I believe. And it's like what happened to innocent until proven guilty, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just take this fucking girl's word for it. I mean, I don't know if he's actually suspended, but I mean, if he is, I mean, that's just fucked up in that sense. I mean, now if he did it, I mean, again, deserves to be suspended. But Oh, I mean, no question. But it's like, I mean, this is obviously less serious than some of the other accusations that come out against players and stuff like that. But I mean, the rash decisions when that shit happens and then you look at it and shit like, like the Sean Okum thing, Okum or whatever his name was. I mean, his whole Sean life. Sean Oakman? Oakman, you played for like Baylor. Yeah, you just, Doug, you just, uh, you just combined two people's names: Russell Okung and Sean Oakman <laughs> to create one man. I know who you're talking about, Sean Oakman, though the Baylor defensive end who was supposed to go like high up, and then ended up there was accusations against him about rape, but it yeah. became proven that he did not do any of the things that yeah. they said, and his right. draft stock absolutely plummeted. And, I don't even know if he ever got – I think he got time in the NFL. I just don't believe he really stuck around like he they thought he was going he, to. I don't think he actually has either. I don't think he oh, actually maybe has made an NFL roster or had a chance to. Yeah, I think he's he played black ball. Canada. He played in Canada and stuff like that, but mm. I don't know if he's actually ever been on an NFL roster at this point. Yeah, I mean, any accusation that's something high like that with – rape or any physical allegations that's something that it's probably better that until that's completely cleared up they probably shouldn't play or do anything uh because it's only going to look bad for the organization and for everyone else that um would condone anything like that but um yeah it's it's a very tough line that we're living in, in society today because there's you know things that are going on with some of these players like uh i won't get into it but one player in particular has an accusation against him where it appears that he has text messages receipts that they had um you know sexual encounters and now it's getting a little bit different and now he's out of the league yeah, you're talking about my boy Trevor Bauer. That's a sad, sad thing. Sad thing going on. And I have my opinions on it, but I'm going to keep it to myself <laughs> until we get all the information. Because yes, we learned our yep. our we learned our shit from earlier. Yep, learned our shit from earlier. And uh, yeah, and I, I'm gonna let everybody know. I I'll give them a hint. I'm I'm Team Trevor Bauer as of right now. Things can change. Things can change, but those receipts that he has is exactly what was described. And something happened, and I'm Team Trevor until it's proven that everything was wrong. I'm Team. I don't have enough information, so I'm not going to say anything further on the said subject. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, bow out of out of this one. I just wanted to throw the name out there because he's uh, all he was, you know, out there. I didn't even throw the name out there. I really just tried to blanket statement it. I I can't keep my mouth shut on that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we got to get to the next one because I'm going to say something ruthless. Kalo, what do you think? About Trevor Bauer? Yeah. He's a hell of a pitcher. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's probably best at this point to not kind of no, touch on anything further. I was gonna say, obviously, like when it's when it's accusations like that, I do think it's something they need to take more serious. And like you said, it's better to be proactive in a situation like that than to react. You know what I mean? But when it comes to like something like this, or even just like in cancel culture itself these days, like people like just throw something out there, and then all of a sudden it's like there's no there's no receipt behind it or anything like that and it's like instantly somebody's just they derail these people's lives 
for something and then it, more information comes out and they're like, oh shit, maybe it wasn't like that bad or that got taken out of context and stuff like that. And like, but by then the damage is already done. And I think like that's where we are in society. I feel like that's a huge problem that needs to like kind of pump its brakes where it's like get back to like people being like fact checking before like really altering somebody's life. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Cause you can put anything out there now. You can put anything out there against any person. I'm not saying that's what happened. Also, just kind of not well, no, putting anything out there. Started on talking. I mean, like a lighter, a lighter accusation of like betting on fucking your team and throwing games. I mean, like I said, if they actually did suspend him right away, it's like where's this girl's proof? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like nice that it could just be a salty ass ex that like didn't get what she wanted from her rich millionaire boyfriend. And now she's trying to fucking soil his name. I didn't say all that, but I, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> hey, how, how, are you guys buying the new Madden when it comes out? No. I am. I am too. But these ratings got me so damn disappointed. How the hell Kirk you- is in the 78s or 80s right now? What, what do you want to go to first as being uh, – Upset about a quarterback, the running backs. What do you want? The running backs, quarterbacks, receivers. What do you want? Quarterbacks. All right, I'm gonna run through the list and I'll try to do it as fast as possible. All right. So quarterbacks, we'll go through the top ten right now. Patrick Mahomes is a 99. Tom Brady's a 97. Aaron Rodgers is a 96. Russell Wilson is a 94. Lamar Jackson is a 90. Deshaun Watson is a 90. Kyle's boy is a 88. Josh Dak Hamlin? Prescott, yeah. Dak Boy. Prescott is an 87. Ryan Tannehill is an 87. Matt Ryan is an 85. Bro. Who, who was the 88? That's my boy. Josh Allen. Yeah, fuck that guy. I mean, come on. What are we doing? 88? Are you shitting me? Where are you guys you know, sitting I'd with that? I'd give him an 88. I, I, he deserves it this year. He does. I mean, you think Lamar – Lamar's no, Lamar better than him? Not better than him. No, fuck no. I didn't think That's so either. I think 88's a good a good rating for Josh Allen. I mean, if people are upset about 88 for Josh Allen, pump your brakes a little bit. But, like, Lamar's a little high. The fact that Aaron Rodgers is not a 99 is just absurd to me. Or at least a 98. He's got to be better than Brady. I agree with that. I do. I, mean, I think Brady's way too high. Yeah, hell yeah. Brady ain't what he used to be. I mean, he kind of is. He won a Super Bowl. Champion. I'm saying he won a Super Bowl, but look at his team. I mean, he's got a great team around him, too. We, we got to stop using that, We got to stop using that when talking about Tom Brady, though. What? Look who's around him. Look at his team. Because look at that no. team. It was identical to last year almost. It was pretty damn close, and they were well, Yeah, I mean, no one's arguing that Tom Brady's not better than Jameis Winston. Are you shitting me? That was never there. Yeah. I mean, I hey, easy, James. Jameis Winston's going to fucking put on for his city this year. You better hold your tongue when you're talking about eating W's. Say you don't eat some W's? No, but I, I agree. Aaron Rodgers does need to be higher. Hey, I think Aaron Rodgers needs to be in the 99 club. Aaron Rodgers yeah, sure. is MVP of the league. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying bump Brady down to like a 90, but like he could be a 95. I give him to that. I mean, he's getting older. But I mean, yeah, right, Patrick we- Mahomes and, and – should be in the 99 club, obviously, for talent. But it's all based you off want, talent anyways. You know what I mean? You want running backs or receivers now? Well, I got a bone to pick with the running backs for sure. Let's go running backs. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the running backs as well. Christian McCaffrey is the number one overall running back in Madden with a 97 rating. Poor shit. Poor shit. Oh, yeah, I agree with you guys Thanks. on that one too. Show me a Coke, man. <laughs> all right. So I'll just run through these, and then you guys can absolutely destroy them afterwards. Okay. Derrick Henry's number two at 96. Nick Chubb is at number three with 96. Dalvin Cook's at number four with 95. Alvin Kamara is at five with 94. Aaron Jones is at six with a 91. Saquon Barkley's at seven with a 90. Josh Jacobs is at eight with an 89. Zeke is at nine with an 88, and Joe Mixon is at 10 with an 88. 
So I really don't have a problem with the top of the list. I mean, Chris McCaffrey coming off injury, good back. Mm-hmm. But there's no way in fuck he's better than Derrick Henry. Not sure. Derrick Henry, if there's anybody that deserves to be in the 99 club is Derrick Henry. Agreed. I mean, the, the size, the speed, the agility, everything. I mean, he's literally what you would create. When you create a video game character, you made, like back in the day, you made Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry even existed. Bro, Burris, you remember when I used to create the my players and I would make his name grilled cheese and he would be 400 pounds? Dude, I would make this dude 6'10, 400 pounds. Just hella big, dude. That's just massive. I mean, that's about as close to you're going to get to in real life as Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick I mean, Henry is grilled cheese. He's a defensive lineman that can run, that runs and catches. I mean, it's insane. What, what pisses me off is Christian McCaffrey. I'm same page with you. Derrick Henry should be number one. Christian McCaffrey shouldn't be a top five running back. He didn't play last year. Like, at, at the end of the day, Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara probably should change spots because everything that Christian McCaffrey was, Alvin Kamara picked up and picked up that load. Alvin Kamara deserves to be higher. I think Dalvin Cook's in the rightful spot. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody's really arguing Dalvin Cook. He's no, when he's healthy, he's an absolute beast. No, I, man. I mean, he, he could. He's he's not in the wrong spot. I think, like you're saying, I agree with you. I think Derrick Henry should be a 99. Alvin Kamara should be somewhere in that 97 range. Yep. I think Chubb is right where he belongs. Cook is pretty much right where he belongs. I think Aaron Jones is getting a lot of disrespect still. I mean, that he's that low, like a 90. I mean, he should be right up there, just below Chubb and. And that that second tier, you know what I mean? He's in that second tier of running backs. He is, dude. This is my issue. Christian McCaffrey, highest rated running back, blah, 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 blah. Why is uh, Saquon Barkley so low then? Because the only reason exactly that man is the injury. That's all. Yeah. I was, that was my same exact thing. You have Christian McCaffrey at one and Saquon at seven. Like, how does that even make sense? They, one goes down to a 91. Last year, Saquon was probably the highest rated back in the game. So why would he go down? Makes no sense. Make them both go down then, or they both stay. Uh, You want to go to receivers now? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, So number one is Devontae Adams at 99. Number two is DeAndre Hopkins at 98. Number three is Tyree Kill at 98. Number four is Stefan Diggs at 97. Number five is Julio Jones at 95. Number six is Michael Thomas at 94. Number seven is the silent assassin, Keenan Allen at 93. Number eight is Amari Cooper at 92. Mike Evans at 91 is nine. And I just had a stroke there, my bad. And uh, Allen Robinson is at 10 with a 90. <clears throat> So I think I think those are pretty on point. Um one that is a head scratcher for me is uh Stefan Diggs and it's not that I'm not arguing that he shouldn't be a 97. My point is if he's a 97, why isn't Josh Allen more of a 90? Cuz 88 is like 88's kind of like a lower tier in Madden. Like no one wants to use the 88 quarterback. You get into the 90s, that's when people want to use it. Why Why is Stefan Diggs in 97 and Josh Allen in 88 when Josh Allen is throwing all these balls to Diggs? That's what I don't get. I think they both, personally, and I'm not a Bills fan, I think both of them should be higher. I think Josh Allen should probably be a 90, and I think Stefan Diggs, I'm, I'm, he led, led the league in, I'm pretty sure, yards and receptions last year. Uh, receptions. Yeah, but he was like second or third in yard. He was insane. Like his he had a good year. Yes, and so this is my thing too. Is if you're going strictly off, I, I want to know what the merit is. If you're going strictly off last year, both of them have to be higher. So if you're one in, in receptions, you probably should be pretty goddamn high in Madden last year. Now, if they're going off like career, like okay, he's this that you know whatever because. You know, I've said this before. I still think there's some serious question marks on Josh Allen. I don't think he's 
like most Bills fans think he's the Messiah. I think there's still some question marks. I mean, I'm a Josh Allen hater for sure. I mean, that would be the category I would fit in. But I agree. I mean, he's very good. I'm not like he he got much better this past year than he was the year before, and his rating stayed the same, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do agree. I don't think he's an elite quarterback by any means at this point. I mean, he has. If he does it again this year, then I'll eat some crow and we can talk. Well, his rating had to stay the same though. Because you got to look huh? at the ratings from the beginning of the season. Josh Allen was in the 70s in the beginning That's of the true. season and then went up. So he stayed on par from what he finished off as. So he stayed – I mean, no, no, I, I didn't even think of it like that, yeah. But, like, Diggs at a 97, I think, is more than fair. I agree. I completely agree. I don't think he should be any higher. I don't know. I think he had a better year last year than DeAndre Hopkins. And I, I love DeAndre Hopkins. I think DeAndre Hopkins realistically – I think if you're going off merit of work for how, however many years DeAndre Hopkins is doing it, then, okay, DeAndre Hopkins is better than him. If you went off strictly last year, Stefan Diggs had a better year than him. Well, I think – I mean, I feel like – I don't know how they do it, but I feel like they put that – I mean, like longevity-wise, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the NFL, arguably year in and year out. Yeah. Yep. Where, I mean, Diggs has been a very good receiver for a while. But it's like, I mean, he's not – he hasn't been DeAndre Hopkins and had the type of season he had last year for 10-plus 10, 10 years now like Hopkins has or whatever Hopkins is at. Right. That's where I'm saying – the dude, Josh Allen last year had an MVP-type season. He, he Argue, argue it any way you want. He did. Stephon Diggs played his ass off last season. So if you're going – it's – I mean, we'll never figure it out because we're not, you know – video game uh, aficionados, but if they're going off strictly last year, Josh Allen needs to be way higher than Lamar Jackson. Fact. Just just needs to be higher than him. And he needs to be higher than Deshaun Watson as well because he had a better year. Deshaun Watson had a very good year, but Josh Allen had a MVP-type year. Now, if Josh Allen, like I said, I'm not sure exactly where he is, and I think that's why he's an 88. Because if he takes a step back, they can be like, okay, we didn't crown him yet. You know, we didn't crown him as the man yet. But I think Stefan Diggs, to your point, has had very good seasons. And then last year he took that step up where he's like, all right, dude, I might be top three in this goddamn game. Or I might be, you know, yeah, I'll say top three. I can't put him in the top two. But but that's where he is in Madden. That's what puts him at a 97. He's in the top three, ain't, isn't he? Four. He's fourth. So he won off. Like, but you think top three. top three is Devontae Adams, who I personally think even, you know, whatever, he's in a league of his own at this point. Then it's DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and then him. I, I, I think personally, I think that's pretty on point. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't hate that at all. You got to look at the uh, body of work. Yeah, the Bills were able to force Stephon Diggs a lot of receptions. He had yeah. a huge year. But you look at Tyreek Hill, his skill set, what he's able to do, like I, I think he's a 98, 97. And I, that's where I put Diggs, too. I'm not going to argue for them to be over the top two because those guys are animals. At, and I'm right. a Vikings fan, and I think Devontae Adams is next-level stuff. Like, yeah, it's he's amazing. And Hopkins, I don't even have to say – I just have to say DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I mean, look at – I mean, in, in, for an argument that not that he really needs it for uh, for Adams is look at what he did against uh, Jalen Ramsey this year in that game. And then, like, isn't Ramsey a 99 in Madden? That's that's yep. my biggest thing is I, I like Ramsey and I think he's a beast, but I don't know. I mean, 99 means you were you absolutely dominated the entire time. And, right. I mean, not that he didn't he, – he, he kind of went off. I mean, he had nine receptions for 60 and a touch, but – I don't know. But, see, when you have an inflated reception and you don't have the yards that go along with it, I, I, I consider that being locked down. Right. He still got me a 20-piece, though, in fantasy. PPR. So I was cool with In PPR. It. In PPR, correct. So, like, it's, correct. it's a whole nother thing because the people that don't play PPR were pissed that day. I mean, it's still 13 points. It's not terrible. 
It's not. It's not you know, normal. It's not normal. You're you're right though. It's not normally what he's putting up. Yeah, I mean he did he did hold him. All right. So Zoom abruptly ended our conversation with Kyle. So Kyle's not here. But on behalf of the Hogs and on behalf of Kyle, we just got one thing left to say. It's hog out. Hog out. Thank you.